Hey everybody, this is Michelle Leffler from Living Moon Meditation, and you're listening to Jewish Magic Podcast, the show that blends ancient earth-based practices, Kabbalah, medieval rituals, amulets, and more for people who love magic, witchcraft, and Judaism. Do you love listening to this podcast? I'd love to have you give me a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. And if you'd like to help me keep the lights on, I'd appreciate a donation. You can do that at livingmoonmeditation.com slash podcast. I dabble in numerology. By no means do I consider myself to be a numerologist, but I do some readings and work with it. Most people think of Pythagorean numerology, which is also called Western or modern numerology. But as a Jewish person, I thought it would be interesting to get a little more familiar with Jewish numerology, also known as gematria. Now, I don't practice gematria at all, and I approached this episode just wanting some basic facts about what it is. So, here goes. Gematria is a mystical system in which Hebrew letters correspond to numbers. It is derived from Greek and the word itself is from the Greek word geometria. It was used for interpreting biblical texts. For instance, if two words have the same value, then one may infer that they are related, and thus any verses containing those words can be used to prove larger concepts. It isn't generally used for interpreting halakha, but for getting to the deeper meaning of non-legalistic texts. It is believed that the relationships between words having the same numeric value is not accidental, but that they reveal the structure of the universe. Other types of numeric relationships are found in Judaism as well. If you look at the first verse of Genesis, we see that there are exactly seven words in the verse. It can be said that this correlates to the seven days of creation. So while this example doesn't rely on numeric values of letters, it still clearly points to hidden relationships between numbers and words. Now, there is no one form of gematria. Instead, there are several different methods used for assigning numerical equivalents to letters. Different groups use different methods, but in every method, each letter is represented by a number. The value of a word is obtained by adding the values of each letter in that word. Now, in terms of the history of gematria, it was developed by Jewish mystics and is a foundation to Kabbalistic study and tradition. In Kabbalistic thought, the universe was created through the Hebrew alphabet and their corresponding numerical values. It is also seen that the various names of God, along with their numerical values, contain power, and these ideas were first explored in the Sefer Yetzirah. Kabbalists believe that they could harness the power of creation through the use of gematria. For instance, the idea of creating and incarnating a golem is through the use of the power of gematria. Other Kabbalistic writings, which include Gematria, have influenced various Jewish meditation techniques and contemplations on the names of God. In 1542, Moses Cordovero of Safed wrote a guide called Pardes Rumoni. It expounds on various systems of Gematria. 
The Sabbateans and Hasidim of the 17th and 18th centuries built their traditions on these Kabbalistic teachings and employed gematria in their writings as well. Now, here is an example of gematria's use. Tying the zizi is done in a pattern of 7, 8, 11, and 13. 7 and 8 added together equal 15, which is the value of yud Hey, the first two letters of the tetragrammaton. 11 is the sum of the values of Vav and He, the last two letters of the Tetragrammaton. So it can be said that the first three windings of the Zizi spell God's holy name. Then we have the final winding, 13, which equals the value of Echad. So in tying the Zizi, we are spelling out God is one. Another application of Gematria to Zizi is this. If we add the first three windings, 7, 8, and 11, we get the tetragrammaton as mentioned above. Then the 13 can be seen as reflecting the 13 attributes of God as described by Maimonides. A third gematria for Zizi says the numerical value of the word is 600. To that we add the 8 strands and 5 knots, which gives us the number 613, the same number of mitzvot in Torah. So why do we reduce the language into numbers? Well, it brings deeper meaning to words by showing relationships. Plus, we see that numbers play an important role in our modern life. People have been reducing words to numbers for centuries and still are. Just think of the device you're listening to me on right now. It's digital and everything digital can be reduced to the binary code of ones and zeros. So, reducing a language to numbers is absolutely nothing new and probably not anything that's going to go away as long as humans exist. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Jewish Magic. Want more Jewish Magic? Be sure to sign up for my email list. The link for that, sources for today's episode, and anything else related to our topic can be found in the show notes. It's truly been my pleasure to talk to you today. If you liked this episode or you think it will be useful for someone else, please consider leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. 